Okay, wait. This is oh, it is. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was recording, but spoiler, it was. It was. <laughs> We're so happy, guys. guys. Like this is this is the podcast the Lord hath made. I just feel like we've waited <laughs> so long, like six. You don't realize it's six years yes, until over half a decade. Like we would have more, a first grader. <laughs> It's true. Like I at this time hadn't met Jackson. Oh my god. You we were still living. You were still hating men at this point. I mean You didn't believe in love. Did I not did I stop hating men? <laughs> I don't remember what? when that happened. <laughs> we hate but, all men but uh but Jackson. We love Jackson. We but love Jackson. We were in we was two apartments ago for me, one apartment ago for you. Yes. We were there with your mom watching Lemonade. Yes. It feels like yesterday, but it truly was not. And the fact that the Renaissance is upon us, uh, I just we, I feel like we as a country and we as the two of us have earned this <laughs> one way or another. I'm just gonna whimper the whole podcast, just like <laughs> and the, fact, the whole time. The fact that it's all signs are pointing to disco era or like up tempo dance era, like when we'll read the full quote. But when that uh, Vogue British Vogue uh, interviewer said the soaring vocals and the beats of my youth, I want to get up and like bust some moves, or like it reminds me of being in the club as a child. It's like, bitch. <laughs> This, the world's not ready. The world's not ready. And like Drake can drop his little album of like house music that he's mumbling over. But like, we're waiting for B. One more whimper before we start. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was a little too sexual of a whimper. (laughs) You know, I go for it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Palmer. It's Matt Steele. And guys, I mean, I guess we should discuss how our weeks were. How was your week, Matt Steele? My week was wonderful and incredible and uh, one and yeah, yeah, whatever. It's almost your birthday. We're it's excited almost, about it's, that. It's my birthday tomorrow, Happy June 19th, yes. uh, Juneteenth slash Father's Day slash Matt Steele's birth, yes. day of birth. It's really all happening. Where were for... you, June 19th at, at uh, 8, 11 p.m. in Trenton, New Jersey in 1900 and 2000? <laughs> uh, you were experiencing Matt Steele being born. Well, congratulations. Happy birthday again. We're very excited for you and your birth. Thank you. My week was also good. I watched some stuff we'll get to later. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Guys. So, what day was it? It was... Oh, it was like month? Tuesday? Was it Tuesday night? I don't know. It was the best day ever, whatever it was. Whatever I, it was. I was still up at like 10.45 p.m. Where I, were you when I was happened? in the movie theater. What were you What were you watching? I was seeing uh, Crimes of the Future by David Cronenberg. And do we like it? It's wonderful. It's right. great. It's weird. It made me feel disgusted to be alive mm. because it's a gross future and bodies being cut open. It's Ooh. disgusting, but I had a great time. Okay. And it's... Yeah, go see it. Anyway... <laughs> Um, so I'm sitting there on my couch looking, scrolling through Twitter, scrolling through my phone. I see a lovely tweet from Pop Crave that says, 
Beyonce's new album, Act One, Renaissance, July 29th. I get the link to the Beyonce website. Look, that, see that there are four boxes that include a t-shirt, a CD, and whatever else. I don't get to, like, there are four different types of t-shirts in each box. She, just, of course, doesn't show what the pictures are. No, but and I'm like, should I just buy this? I probably should. I had a friend on Instagram who I was like, you should buy number four, because four is her favorite number. Oh, my God. That's and such a great idea. of course, idea. she's going to Oh, my to God. Make- <laughs> Four is my favorite number two. Oh my god! How did I not know this? Uh, you, I mean, you knew it was her favorite number. I, you might I didn't know four was her favorite number. Her I, album. She has an album called Four. She has four tattooed I on it her was wrist. It was her fourth album. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, but yeah, she's a big four person. Oh my god! I'm like she announced the album. We're 40 twins. Fo- oh my god! You're anyway. not twins. <laughs> she announced the album forty four days before uh, the album release date. Taylor could never. I had sixteen tracks, four times four, and she's a big oh my four god. girl. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's been announced that you are able to pre-save it on Apple Music, on Spotify. It has 16 tracks, 12 of which I believe are um, explicit. And we go to bed. <laughs> we go to bed just knowing that something's coming. It's Act One re- Renaissance. Yes. We wake up in the morning to the most beautiful British Vogue. Millions of pictures. It feels like there's a new picture every five minutes. And it's like, when was the last time Beyonce did promo like this? I know. Like, it's, I know. it's really a rollout. Like, the whole whole thing back in 2013 is like, I'm surprising you all. I'm not doing interviews. And it's not like there were interviews. I think things that came out of her mouth in this article were like eight words. But still... There's promotion. There's lead up. There's a ramp up that I was talking about back in the day. <laughs> she wants hits. Yes. She wants everyone to be talking about Beyonce and it's true and it's happening. Yes. And I, the fact again that the, I will find the full quote, but it really feels like, and correct me if you disagree with me. I think we're getting a disco record. I mean, it feels like there's a, she's literally in a picture on a giant disco <laughs> ball. True. It feels like, and the one picture of her with the golden hood and like the crooked bangs that it looks like, you know, like uh, Rumi like took a pair of scissors <laughs> and was like, these are what your bangs look like, Beyonce. And she's like, this is what every bang should look like now. And this is what my bangs will look like one I day mean... because that is how bangs should be. Just, she looks like a disco goddess queen, like channeling like a new type of Donna Summer because now oh. Beyonce's like a little old are now a little more mature, a little classier. So she's bringing it back to the disco times. And you have the quote. I have the quote. I have a whole thing. I love the whole article. It's great that we get a behind the scenes look and her family was there with the photo shoot. And like, she looks great without makeup, blah, blah, blah. The music. We're here to talk about the music. The lucky bastard says, she then asked me if I wanted to hear her new music. Could you imagine? Oh my God. I... As someone who first saw her perform live with Destiny's Child 23 years ago, a moment's walk from my family home when the group played at the Notting Hill Carnival in 1999, I can feel the tingling excitement. All right, buddy. Uh, Instantly, a wall of sound hits me. Soaring vocals and fierce beats combine, and in a split second, I'm transported back to the clubs of my youth. I want to get up and start throwing moves. It's music I love to my core, music that makes you rise, that turns your mind to cultures and subcultures, gay ones, (laughs) to our people, past and present, music that will unite so many on the dance floor, music that touches your soul. As ever with Beyonce, it is all about the intent. I sit back after the wave absorbing it all the wave i like the wording you it you love nothing more than just a wall of sound you know i with do music, just a you big I do. blasting chorus of just music and vocals and everything which like music these days does not have as much no it's it, very sparse and has a lot of space which you know is a style it's cool, cool. It, was, it was cool a while cool. ago but now we're getting a little tired of it um it's <laughs> not that we're getting tired of it but it's kind of just like okay yes yeah, thank yeah. you my problem is like 
everything for so long has just been so vibey. Yes. And like depressing. Like sometimes yes. I listen to these girls on the radio and there's a song that's a good song, but she's like, I feel like a little bug. No one sees me. And a then bug. A, and it's, yeah, I think it's called Little Bug. <laughs> and then it's like uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, U. It just is very like, you guys are so young to be so depressed. Yes, I know. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I hope everyone's getting the help they need. But Beyonce is providing a renaissance. She is yes. giving us joy. I think there was a, another quote from, I don't know, some other source that was like, she is, um, this is the happiest music of her oh. career. I just can't believe it's taken so long for us to get here with her because like we've had little inklings. We've had Blow. Blow is, if we're getting a mm. full album of mm. Blows, I'm ready for oh it. My God. I still listen to, like I believe it's the Maurice Joshua remix of Bills, 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 which is very disco-y and up-tempo. There have been shades of this in her music in the past but she has had so much to say she's been political she's Mm -hmm. had her heart broken and like trying to undo you know generations and generations of trauma and so now it's like you know what I want to be involved in unifying the world again post pandemic that we've all been through I want to bring people together in full big spaces with music that unites and not divides and just I, I think we all deserve this like this is the perfect post-pandemic album yes just thinking because we are all so sad and we've been sad for so (laughs) long and and the thing that we have said like about more recent beyonce music Mm -hmm. that like isn't a criticism because like obviously like self-titled was incredible obviously Obviously. lemonade is hello lemonade seminole hello um but we were kind of just like, oh, but you know, wish we wish maybe there was like a dancey moment on Lemonade somewhere because, and everything. Because, because, I mean, we remember the days of B-Day. I, that's the which thing. Which is just like, I'm Beyonce, hey, hey. And that's the thing about, I just keep hearkening back to B-Day in my mind. The mm. fact that it was so relentlessly up-tempo, oh. still so forward-thinking, still so like beautifully performed and still so unique to her. Yes. So even if it is like kind of a disco revival that like we've been hearing for the past couple of years, Beyonce's take on it is going to be so specifically her. And yes. I cannot wait to see what she does because she if there's anything she's going to do it's going to plan everything out and like stack millions of harmonies of vocals and she's had two years to work on this thing because she's been stuck in the house like all of us this is going to be an event. And Beyonce, first and foremost, is a performer. Hello. So the fact that she's going to perform these up-tempo songs again because I mean the performances in the B-Day era were just mm. <clears throat> That like, Deja Vu performance at the BET Awards if you haven't watched it, watch it now. She literally like Basically has an exorcism. <laughs> it's the most beautiful it's thing you'll ever see. It's seen. gorgeous. I cried. I mean, so I mean, there's not much else. We might be on here tomorrow talking about a single that drops on Matt Steele's birthday. Who knows, guys? It could happen. I mean, but, Lord knows, I'm not planning anything for my birthday. I mean, I know we're all going to your home, but like, is there a plan once we get there? No. Okay. Eating pizza and like maybe a movie will come on, but that's like cute. you know, if we just sit around and hang out, that's all I really you want. You do love that. My birthday. I am very much the opposite of Matt Palmer, where mm. like his birthdays, he's like, "There's a plan." Yes. And we are doing this. It's an elaborate thing and yes. everything. It's Whereas a moment. My birthdays. I'm very much just like I don't want to do anything but just talk about my birthday. <laughs> like I just want to sit with people and they're like, "It's your birthday," and I'm like, "I know." <laughs> well, that'll be great. You're gonna I, get your wish. I wake up every birthday like like Julie Andrews and the Sound of Music. I. Mm. Wake up I'm with my little boyish haircut with my guitar in hand and I'm like what will this day be like I wonder because I have no idea because I didn't plan shit well I'm excited for that there was also sorry just about Beyonce one more okay. time okay <laughs> 
There was another variety article that said that it's a lot of dance music, but also some country leaning material. I know I saw that and too. So, and I was and so there excited. is a picture of her sitting on a disco ball with some cowboy boots on or whatever. And they're you, kind of platforming. And you know how we love daddy lessons. I mean, you know how. And we And I love feel daddy like the people lessons. who don't love daddy lessons are just wrong, they're right? Like objectively wrong. I don't. I don't want to get in an argument here today, but I feel like we're it is we are the, right. The, the best, best song on Lemonade. Best song on Lemonade. Yes. It's the best song on Lemonade. It was the moment of in, when I, in watching Lemonade where I was just completely shook <laughs> to my core. Sitting there being like, oh, she is the artist. Period. I mean, I think the I, artist. I was shook earlier on for the yes, music and course. also like, is this... Are you announcing your divorce, which it really yes. could have been. <laughs> but like, this is when I was s- most settled into my shookness. Yes. Of just like, well, this is how I die. Yes. Yes. All right. Of bliss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and other it news for idiots. There, <laughs> a wild week of news, a guys. A wild week of news. That's the thing. It's going to be a lot. Apparently, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Lady Gaga is in negotiations to star opposite Joaquin Phoenix in director Todd Phillips' sequels to The Joker. Sources say that the sequel is a musical. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, I love everyone. <laughs> I have no interest in seeing the first Joker. I don't know why we're taking this turn. I'm confused. I would love another album from Lady Gaga. Like, maybe I just am not the right person to be re- reacting to, like, Lady Gaga goes into movies. Because it's like, have I seen a project of hers that I was super excited about? No. Have I heard any projects she might be doing, including this, that interests me? No. It just feels like, I mean, I'm sure she'll be great. I, I feel like the badassery, like you mentioned, it could be like when she was on American Horror Story and we got fame monster-esque visuals. Cool, but it's like, I don't know. I just want good music. <laughs> Here's why I will tell you why I think you're wrong. I think this is a great idea. Okay. A, movie-wise, this is just such a bizarre turn it's for so a strange. sequel to take. It is such a <laughs> Joker turn for the sequel to take. Sure. Like, it is pissing off all those little incels who are just <laughs> Joker like heads and they're just like what the fuck is this and well, it's like ah you got played by the Joker bitch <laughs> little musical theater boys are gonna be in that oh, theater Jesus. being like hey girl and we are gonna have a blast we are gonna have so much fun it's gonna it's gonna unite people like Renaissance <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> it's gonna unite the little the little uh, angry incels with like the the uh, the girls who love musicals yes. and they're just gonna and the little monsters and the little monsters and who just want craziness and but for the music reasons also so why okay. I love it is because I feel like you know how Lady Gaga immerses herself into a role. You know she spoke for an Italian accent with an Italian <laughs> accent for like ten years or whatever yeah. when she was in House of Gucci. She I feel like maybe hopefully please God this will inspire her to create some fucking weird ass music again. Yes. Have it all just be Joker esque. Maybe she will put out a Joker esque album mm. for this kind of like how Beyonce the gift like you know the yeah, Lion King yes. the gift and that was a fucking incredible. It really album. was. And you guys talk shit. I feel like people don't give that album enough flowers, especially the visual component as well. Like oh, I mean Black, Black is King. King. Excellent. Like, like brilliant piece of cinema that of course was only on televisions it wasn't on the big screen but whatever brilliant piece of cinema brilliant album and Mood Forever I feel like was sort of like a, a rebirth of like oh be, don't worry Beyonce can still dance again yes. she still got those beats what a again great song. which maybe inspired Renaissance so I'm hoping that maybe 
Gaga puts out some sort of weird, obnoxious, ridiculous <laughs> album that is just a Joker album, and it sounds like art pop. Well, okay, that I'm excited about. She already has the Joker makeup from the Applause single cover, oh, so iconic. it's already there. The music I'm excited about, I just don't foresee myself in the theater watching this. This just feels like... It just feels like uh, this isn't for me. I know it's for so many different sects of people, and somehow that Venn diagram, I'm completely outside of it. <laughs> you know, I think you should give it a try. I think for that reason, you should give it a try. It's, I, I watched David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. I saw them cut each other open. It's two hours of people cutting each other open. And but I don't eating. want that. I know, but like I was open to it, and I was like, you know what? I learned something. Okay. And I feel like you can learn something. Wait, also, weren't you in the movie theater when the Wicked casting was announced? Yes. You have to go to the movies all the time. I have to go to the movies all the time. Because that's when shit happens. Yes. When Mad Steel's in the theater, we all learn about it, and then you turn your phone on and it And I just have a million text messages. Go to the movies. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so I mean, I'm sure people are excited about Joker too. I I'm hope excited. it's lovely. I think this is going to be good. I think it's going to be at least fun. It's going to be at least ridiculous. I could see that. I'm yes. sure it will be fun. Uh, the, speaking of sequels, the Knives Out sequel has a title, and it's not Knives Out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's called Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Same director. Same director. Same, all right. As long as that's yes. the same. I, I. Okay. It's confusing. What is a glass onion? We'll find out. We will find out. I mean, we both loved the first ah, Knives I, Out. So. And wait, is this movie going to be in theaters as well? Or is it going straight to Netflix? I know it's a Netflix film. Oh, I can't imagine it's not going to be in theaters. theaters. Okay. I mean, Knives Out was a big success in theaters. Absolutely so. it was. All right. Um, next up. Did you see that the Wendy Williams show ended this past Friday after 13 years? Yes. She did not appear on the show. The casting, I guess the crew and Sherry Shepard like gave her a shout out and things. But it just seems like this conservatorship issue is blocking a lot for her. I don't know if she even was given the option to appear on her final show. But for a show that was such a pop cultural touchstone, there are going to be memes from this show forever. It sucks that she just is not a part of its ending at all. I know. That must be insanely hard for her. It must be. And I feel like I feel like the guardianship or whatever she's under has some sort of time limit. Like, I don't feel like it's as, like, ongoing as Britney's was. So hopefully she will be out and, like, have a podcast at the very least. But, like, I'd love to see her on television again. And honestly, again, every time I've heard her speak or seen her on video since the whole guardianship words were said, she seemed the same as she ever was. So I'm like, what's mm. happening? What's going on? Why are we saying she's incapable of handling her money or finances? Um, I don't know. Uh, wait, Matt Steele, is Matilda, you're giving me moments? Uh, no. Great. We can talk about it. There's a new trailer. For <laughs> it did give me moments, I really though. did. I know Matt Steele was very excited about this. Matilda, uh, the musical, is becoming a Netflix film this Christmas. Yes, this holiday season. Yeah, December. Uh, and the trailer just dropped. And Matt Steele, how do you feel? Oh, it's fucking great. It's <laughs> like, if you know me, you know I love the musical Matilda. Yes. I think this movie, I'm so thrilled that the director of the stage version is directing this movie. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Oh yes. That's amazing. Yes, darling. And it, because his vision for uh, the stage version was just so fucking incredible. I was wow. blown away by that show. I saw it in London in 2019. And I'm so, I'm so excited like, that I have the confidence that this movie will be great. I mean, I already know the, the writing is excellent. The score, the lyrics. You know how I feel about Naughty. Incredible. Like Incredible. the lyrics to this show are otherworldly. And so I'm so excited that this film looks as good as the stage version is. It, the film looks doesn't look maybe like as 
dark as the like right. the, the stage version was like very very dark and twisted i imagine maybe for the film the producers were kind of just like can we like maybe have it not look so scary because mm. <laughs> the stage version would look very scary and bleak and everything so this is a little less scary yeah it seemed like, like lighter visually, but, but still it's gonna have that twisted element oh it's gonna be great it's yeah gonna be great i mean i have not seen the show i've only listened to the cast recording but it seems very much in keeping with like what i was imagining for what the film would be mm-hmm. and so hopefully and i, I didn't realize that the the uh, same director who directed the show is yeah. directing the movie. So I feel like the vision is going to be realized. That's like how it should always be. <laughs> I feel like the director of the original stage show should direct the movie mm. or it should be directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> now that we know that Steven Spielberg can direct hey, the fuck out of musicals. I was just talking about Dreamgirls the other day and I realize you have strong feelings about the stage version. I think Bill Condon was it. Did a great job. I've never seen a film more often in theaters four times. A brilliant, brilliant movie. Beautiful. I wish, just wish it was sung all the way through the way it is sung sure. all the way through in the stage sure. show because that is what makes Dream Girls Dream Girls. But this was what? 2006? Like musicals were coming in, but like it wasn't like. It's true. We were a little, still a little, even exactly. though Chicago had recently right. happened, we were still a little hesitant to make musical movies musical movies right like going full operetta would have been such a choice that i don't know that the people i don't think the studios were ready for that maybe we would have been i was ready but i will say i mean not to just talk about dream girls just for no reason but i will say every time i was in the theater watching the film when jay hud first uh sang what about what i need people laugh I mean, because it's, it's so funny because, like, not only is it, like, the first time she is, like, someone is singing not on stage. Yeah. It's a very dramatic, she's looking around <laughs> at everybody being like, should right. I sing? I and know. then she does. And it's That's like, what makes it so funny. It's like, we're really making a change kind of far into the movie when we feel like we've learned the rules of what this musical is going to be. And it's like, oh, oh, no, it's not that. <laughs> but see, in the stage show, immediately they just start singing. I, you know. I will say, like, when people started giggling at that part yeah. in the movie, I, like, turned around and I was just like, what the fuck? What the- <laughs> this is Dreamgirls. This is a musical. Learn your history before you come into a movie. Wow. <laughs> you are an angry young man. I, mean, I didn't back vocalize that. I didn't say that. I know but you it, didn't. I was feeling it internally. Well, I felt I I'm like, glad we're all here and we're gonna see Jennifer Hudson, future egot her, because I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> and her oh, as Beyonce thought it was her her egot moment. She was like, the movie of my the film of my life. The film of my life. The day. Hey, but listen Dream great. Girls. Oh, right, Dream Girls, the, whatever. The, the, film of, the film of my life. What a great track. Hey, B-Day. B-Day was a great film. <laughs> <laughs> there was no through line, but every song had a visual. That was the first visual album, people. That, don't forget, Justice for B-Day. Listen, when we make the state, when we make the jukebox musical of Beyonce to all B-Day music, yes. and then adapt that for the screen, <laughs> that is Beyonce's EGOT. Is that- oh, wait, we need an Emmy, though. How's she going to get an Emmy? She, I, it's insane she hasn't gotten one already for Homecoming, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. I, uh, I'm sure she has a plan. Whatever she, it is. Keep buying those does. mystery boxes and <laughs> the plan's hidden in there somewhere. Did you hear about this elephant? <laughs> I heard people talking about an elephant. Okay. Like stampeded, like stampeded on a girl? So, okay. People often, you know, tra- being trampled by an elephant can happen. It happens, I guess, 500 times a year on average. Um, but apparently this one elephant, and elephants are known to be very intelligent. There's a phrase that I guess is based in truth that elephants never forget. Apparently this elephant, like, attacked and killed, unfortunately, the 70-year-old woman. Oh, my God. And it was very sad and, like, just a crazy thing. And, like, no one knows what their interactions prior to were. But at this lady's funeral... The same elephant, like, 
broke into the funeral and trampled on her deceased body. I apologize if this is graphic, but this is just the story going out. Wait, I did not know this. Yes. And to me, it's like, it's, it's horrifying, obviously, in the real world, but it's like, was this woman a poacher? Like, how, how have you remembered her for so long? Like, what is the relationship between the elephant and this lady? How did this elephant know where this funeral was going to I be? Did the elephant read the obituary? The thing is, apparently, like, elephants have funerals, too, for uh, like yes, elephants. Yes, and so elephants I, so are very much like humans. Like, so I guess somehow, some way, she re- he or she, re- for some reason, it's a she in my head, seems like the vengeance. Seems like something, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they found out that this, this funeral was going to happen, and the elephant... I just can't believe, I mean, I I don't mean to make light of it, but it is, it does raise questions. Like, what all the elephants know? What happened between this elephant and the lady? Like, I just, I I, I just can't make heads or tails of it. Elephants know the secrets of, they know all things we don't know. They probably know what this album sounds like. They do. They probably know what Beyonce's cooking up 10 years from now. I'm sure that's true. That's, that's crazy. That is, and that's so sad. I, I, Sad and also like terrifying. It's like, the re- same elephant. Same elephant. Same. Remind elephant. me to never be a be around an elephant like that, and like certainly not get in a feud with an elephant. Oh no, like, no 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 no! I will be presenting elephants flowers. I, I will feud with the Gaga fans and the Rihanna fans all day, every day before I feud with the elephants. Oh, we love yes. the elephants. Yes, this is dedicated to them. The Taylor fans, though, they will still show up to your funeral. They will. <laughs> They'll show up and because be like, "This is what happens when you don't like folklore." <laughs> and they're like, "All right, whatever." The, the Taylor fans will show up to your funeral. Um, there's a few other things, but they're kind of high level stuff. We'll go quickly. High uh, level. Lizzo. Um, has apologized. She used an ableist slur in a song, apologized profusely immediately after being called out, and replaced the song and removed the offensive word. Simple as that. That is the way you handle... Like, people get so defensive when called out, and I don't understand. Like, why can't you be like, oh, I've offended you. Let me right my wrong, and we'll all move on with our lives. She was just like, oh, I don't want to, like, make anyone upset. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So, like, I changed one word in a a song. I mean, good for her. It just is, like, a lesson on how to take criticism and take it... Well, yeah. Um, did you see Beyonce, Britney Spears's post after? Because I think on this show I heard and repeated that her brother Brian was invited to the ceremony. Oh, but he was not. But he was not. So mm-hmm. she, I believe, has Instagrammed and has since deleted her Instagram again. Jamie, her father's taking her to court over her Instagram, being like she's amplifying like b- b- accusations against us that are false, whatever. So I don't know if that's tied to why she deactivated her Instagram. But essentially, she posted like Brian, you were never invited to my wedding. I saw your podcast interview that was really special and I saw your little post like happy Britpendence Day go fuck yourself you didn't give me a sip of that Jack and Coke when you came and saw me in Vegas and why didn't you like I thought like blood is the way you treated me was horrible you hide the alcohol and coffee with me and it's like you know a monologue from Brit which I hope her like memoirs written in the same style. Oh my I, god! I would, I would. Oh my god! It would be brilliant. It's brilliant, and it's also like at this point, I and I hope all of us, I can read these posts. I and can like, decipher. This. I get everything you're saying. It was like when people were like, "I don't get if she's pregnant or not." It's like, "Oh no, she announced her pregnancy." Yeah, <laughs> Did you not see the post. That's what these emojis mean. Yeah. like I got it. Oh yeah, it's like we've learned to decipher. We've learned to decode. Brittany, like those elephants, she does not forget. She does not. She is like you did not give me a sip of that Jack and Coke in Vegas. I mean. Sir. So go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And hey, we got to stand. We Hello? Hello? We are Cathy's. We don't forget we don't when forget. we have been wrong. Sometimes it calls for a little vengeance. Yeah. Sometimes it just calls for, not to be Team Elephant, but sometimes it calls for some vengeance. Yes. 
Um, did you see that Netflix is making a Squid Game reality show? And I never, yeah. and it's got, like apparently a $4.56 million prize. Someone very funnily tweeted out who was recently laid off by Netflix. Like, oh, I get that we were just laid off so that they could like, pool together our cash prize for the show. Um, but it also, I ne- didn't see Squid Game, but to me, wasn't the message of Squid Game like this is horrific and like the contestants on this show die and yeah. like this, it's a comment on like, I believe capitalism and like classism. And so we're just gonna like, Forget all that and be like, but we're going to do a show. You know what? If the cash prize is four or whatever, $5 million, I'm signing up. Oh, girl. You better believe I'm sending in an audition video. I, I mean, I've never seen Squid Game, so I don't know what I'm walking into. But like, that means all, I'm not scared. All I know is that, I mean, of course, no one will, hopefully will die on this show. <laughs> but people die in the real Squid Game. So I would watch yes. out. I'd read that fine print, girl, because I don't want you on The Hunger Games just for some money. Don't worry. I've got a lawyer. Okay, good. <laughs> She'll read the fine print for me. Um, and did you see that Zach Efron's going to star in an upcoming A24 film, The Iron Claw? I'm excited. And it's coming from Sean Duncan. And to this I say, y'all better get this High School Musical thing together because last week he was saying he would do the reunion and if he's going to be the new A24 go-to, that offer might be too low. I just am saying, (laughs) get the offer together because his rate could be going up. You don't think Disney has the money to like pay Zac Efron whatever rate they want to pay him? They're cheap folk over there. They just put Dis- put uh, Love Victor on Disney Plus because we finally bullied them into the, like being okay with gay people after that whole "Don't Say Gay" thing. So you're welcome. <laughs> Love Victor co-starring Matt Palmer. That's true. You'll see in Lake's bedroom if you watch season three of Love Victor. I think of the seasons that I've been featured on the wall. This is the most clearly you see me. Yes. So just keep looking on the wall. If you're watching Love Victor season three, you might see a profile of me in black and white from the Get Lost photo shoot. So. Get Lost, a visual EP available now. Available now. Um, in his bedroom. You have to give the specific scene. Oh, yeah. So this is in the bedroom. And I feel like episode three. No, Lake is a girl. Oh, Lake? In her, in her bedroom. In her bedroom. I've and, never watched this. Show, so. Oh, excellent. Um, but is there any other news for idiots that you'd like to share with the people today? I don't believe so. It's been an eventful week it and really it's about has. to be an eventful weekend because of, you know, Maybe. Yes, your birthday uh, and Juneteenth and possibly a new Beyonce single. Exactly. I don't know. I'm really contemplating buying one of those boxes. I, I just worry, like, if we don't buy them now, will they run out? Like, I don't think so. I well, I just would like to see the options of t-shirts before I pick one. The is great, that, the exciting thing about those boxes for me, it's like those like toys from the nineties. Yes. How like like kitty surprise or adult puppy surprise, which I got when I was a kid. It was mm. like you bought whatever, and then you like opened up to see how many babies were inside. Whether it was one, two, three, or four, or right. five, or I think it was like three, four, or five. Yeah. And I was praying for four kitties because four is my favorite number, like Beyonce. <laughs> and I got three kitties, oh. and I was like, I'm a little disappointed, but still. I played with it. But so it feels like one of those like surprise toys. That's true. Like we had when we were younger. Those were very big when we were kids. And we love a surprise. Shout out to Chloe. New single surprise came out on Friday. And um, but yes, I'm thinking if I don't if if they have enough inventory that it doesn't sell out, I would like to wait to see it, like what the pictures are that I'm buying. But also we should make how much do you think she's gonna sell her first week? If she's having these pre-orders, these pre-boxes, like I I I think it's gonna be over a million. Okay. I mean, I don't think it'll... 2022, baby. I, do, I don't think it'll get to two, like an Adele moment, but I do think we're going over a million. Let's get it to two, guys. Let's, all right, if we get it to two. Let's get it to two. Because it's like, you know who deserves all the fucking flowers? Beyonce. And also... How cool is it that, like you said, I believe she is 40 now. We talk constantly about how ageist the music industry is and the fact that she is a 40-year-old... 41. 41-year-old. 9481. Uh, yes. Uh... <laughs> So wait, if it's nine four eight one, oh whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter, guys. It doesn't matter. Uh, she 
is still running the industry. She still she's has still, us whimpering. Absolutely. She has camera, you whimpering. In I'm front not, of strangers. She really does. And I just love the fact that it's just, she's like, I'm going to do my art the way I do my art. I'm not relying on radio to like make me who I am. I will just present you my art and you will take it and you will love it because it is awe inspiring. Also, the fact that it is act one we didn't discuss, the fact that there's an act two coming. You know I love an intermission. Someone called it a multi-part album. I think Variety had that in the headline. I feel like obviously there's going to be a visual component that we don't know yet. I just, we're, we're buckled in. What's going to happen? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have any other news for idiots you'd like to share with the people? I don't think so, guys. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. I'd like to state an apology. <laughs> guys, we did the math. Yeah. Beyonce is not 41 yet. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I got excited about the one and it was, it's 2022. I forgot that September hasn't happened yet. I'm so sorry, Beyonce. I'm so, so sorry. Matt Steele did make a mistake. I was right, but I let him off the hook because I'm kind. Not that there's anything wrong with being 41. No. I I get very upset when people like confuse my age. Like if people think I was born June 20th or June 18th, I'm like, excuse me, I am June 19th. (laughs) So like, I'm very defensive about that. So maybe Beyonce is very defensive about that too. Like, I want you to know who I am. I, I don't. I am for, 40. I don't foresee that she's that upset because you getting that upset about a day off is weird. So <laughs> I think she'll be fine. That's why, like, I don't celebrate my birthday, like, the week of. Like, I'm always like, we are celebrating my birthday on my birthday. I'm very much an on my birthday person. All right. That's how it is. Write a song about that, baby. <laughs> that's because that's depth. Um, so we are on to email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two gaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. First question comes to us from Haley. I love, Hi, Haley. How, I love how she spells her name. H-A-Y-L-E-A. Oh, it's pretty. It's really pretty. That's very um, pretty. The good side of TikTok music trends. Hi, Matt. First of all, happy birthday to Matt Steele. I hope you have a lovely time celebrating your special day. Confetti. Aww. As for the topic of today's email, in your last podcast, you responded to a question about musical gatekeeping due to the resurgence of Kate Bush's running up that hill. I wanted to say that I completely agree with you guys because I became a huge lamb after hearing Obsessed when it was in a popular TikTok trend in 2019. Yes. Did we even have a TikTok then? <laughs> I guess we did. I'm 21, so I'd already heard it growing up, as well as We Belong Together, Touch My Body, and all the other hits, darling. But it was only then that I remembered how catchy it was and decided to give the rest of Mariah's discography a listen. Wow. Three years later, and I have a giant glitter poster on my wall, smiley faces yes! around. I love hearing this. <laughs> Needless to say, these trendy moments definitely introduce artists to newer generations. All this to ask, has social media trend or, or challenge has a social media trend or challenge ever introduced you to a new artist and gotten you into their discography? Hope you both have a great day. Oh, hope you have a great day as well. I'd like to start and say I loved hearing your story about how you <laughs> found Mariah because that is the dream as a person who's been there since 1995. Anyone discovering her anyway outside of, you know, no shade to the people who are like, oh, wow, all I want for Christmas is you is a great song. But the people who discover her outside of that song, I am always very excited about. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Especially the, pe- the youth, right? And the, the people who like don't just look at it as a trend and look at it and be like, I'm going to learn the history. Yes. Like, I'm going to learn more about this and then discover new things. Right. Like, props to those people. Yes. Because I think sometimes that like something that like young people take for granted is like these songs are just at their fingertips right. and they feel kind of like disposable when they're yes. on such an easy streaming thing. And it's like, Oh, it's just taken for granted that this song is there. And yeah. it's like, no, like so much work was put into this and like so much money was put into this, which like 
we had to invest in that music like when we were younger. Back in so. the day. Yes. But um, so the fact that you are really doing your research. It's makes impressive. Us, makes us proud. Yes. Very proud. Very excited for the future generation. So Matt Steele, do you have a song or an artist that you learned about from social media and then did a deep dive into? I really can't say I follow these trends. Me neither. I, like, I, I really can't say. I, I. In fact, I kind of like steer away from trends right. now because I'm just like. It's and it's kind of sad the reason I do it, but mm. it's because like it takes a little bit of effort to understand what's happening in this trend mm. and why it's a trend. And I don't feel like putting in the energy to learn about it because <laughs> I know in two days it's gonna be over. Right. Like with the way trends go now, which like I realize I just am such a hypocrite <laughs> because I just gave props to everyone for doing their research right. <laughs> when they like discover something. Um and I'm totally just like, oh, I'm not gonna put the energy into it. But yeah, like with trends now, I'm kind of like these like little TikTok trends. I'm like, it's going to be over in two days. Right. So like, and I, I have stuff to do. And I don't really blame the youth for thinking of music as more disposable because of these kind of trends. Because you just see it on your TikTok feed over and over. People doing the same challenge or, you know, dance to the same thing. Oh, the dances. The, the way the, that it comes across to me is disposable. Like, I don't hear something and think, oh, I got the full idea, the full arc of this song. And I'm like invested and want to hear more. Like, I feel like the whole running up the health thing, the reason it's impacting so much, and by the way, I believe it's number one in the UK now. Okay. So she like had the longest, you know, break between number ones. She's also like, believe the youngest female artists who wrote and produced their own number one and now the oldest artists and produced <laughs> who wrote and produced their own number that's one. That's fucking incredible. I, I need to double check that, but that's what I heard. Um, but, the fact that I believe so much of that song is played in the Stranger Things, like I feel like you're getting the arc of the song in the scene. You're getting so much of it. Mm. And with TikTok, it's like one minute max, usually around 30 seconds. I'm like this. I need to hear the full song before I can get attached or not attached to it. Yeah. And hearing just this clip isn't really. And because the thing is, honestly, sometimes I have heard songs that I've heard the clips of. Like, again, like I said, First Class by um, Jack Harlow. I was like, oh, this little clip is cute. Let me go listen to the song. Absolute garbage. <laughs> And I know it went number one, but the only good part of that song is the Fergie sample. And so that to me reinforced my like maybe pre-existing belief of like, I'm not giving these songs as much of a try as maybe I should. Maybe we should. Maybe we should like open our eyes. But, but we're not on TikTok like that. We're not. Oh, I, I don't go on TikTok at all. This is what I'm saying. Um, but also the, uh, uh, a reason why I feel like this uh, Kate Bush song is doing so well, why people are resonating with this song so much is because with Stranger Things, there's a whole narrative arc to how the song is used. Yeah. Like there's a whole story and seasons prior that people are emotionally invested in. Yes. Whereas like trends on TikTok, it's kind of just like no one's really emotionally invested in like these like little tiny blips that you hear because like what's what are you watching? You're watching right. an easy dance that people are doing with their upper body. Like <laughs> it's not like Stranger Things where it's like, oh, there's this story and that is why this song is hitting me as much as it is. Let me go listen to it. Right. You know? So, I mean, maybe we should change our ways. Haley, you know, brings up a good point she that like, these little trends can introduce people to new things and I feel like we should be open to that we're, it's 2022 we are open to new things it's true yeah we're year, live streaming right now who knew we'd ever right be doing now. that we have merch <laughs> we have merch sort of. it's not live yet but it will be live once this goes up 
Oh, yes. So we have merch. So you'll see a link in the description of this podcast. I don't think you showed people video. yet on the. I did. No, While we I were think talking. You... No, I did. What's the next email? No, in the in I, the I live did. Chat. Please go to the next email. Yes, did. I did. Okay. Um. So the next question comes to us from Helen. Helen says, 4 a.m. Hay fever movie thoughts. Ooh. Hi, Matt. Excuse my possibly delirious tone. The pollen count in the UK is out of control, and hay fever is kicking my behind. Sad. Face. Oh, I'm sorry. I recently had an extra day off due to the platinum jubilee bank holiday and used that opportunity to go to the cinema by myself to go see a kids matinee of shrek 2 it has to be one of my favorite movies from my childhood especially that holding out for a hero sequence Mm. and i relished the opportunity to see it on the big screen again my cinema back home in the states also did kids matinees for 25 cents on saturdays so even as an adult if a childhood favorite was playing i was there my question is what's a movie from your childhood that you wish you could see in cinemas again either for the first time on the big screen or because you can appreciate it more now as an adult your favorite british american listener helen oh that's so nice do you have one i absolutely all right let's hear it and the thing that makes me so happy about it is that it's happening (laughs) i i want to say like maybe a week ago i saw something that um they were re-releasing et to theaters again and when i tell you i broke down and cried (laughs) i i was just like to be able to see E.T. in a theater, uh, which is something I've never experienced because, you know, I was only born in 1900 and 2000. <laughs> and so I never got to see it in theaters. And that is a that is my childhood. Like E.T. Wow. is like a huge. It is me. And so I I mean, it's not, it never happened to me. Of but like, <laughs> I, I, I would watch it like every day growing up with my that little green VHS. And so. To be able to see it in theaters as an adult, I am just going to be a fucking wreck. Wow. I'm going to be a wreck, 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 wreck. I'm so excited. Interesting. I'm so excited. I mean, I hate to say it, but you know this about me. I didn't really care about movies as a child. To him, movies did not exist until 2004 when Mean Girls came out. That is 100% the truth. Like, I guess I went to the movies every once in a while and saw something, but like A Knight's Tale or something, and I'd be like... Okay. Like oh, it just need, yeah, okay. it didn't do any like I don't think I watched a movie as a child that impacted me. I didn't have the attention span. I was so into music and TV shows. So if like there was like maybe a I Dream of Genie I liked, I wouldn't break down and cry if I saw it on the big screen, but like, oh that's nice. And they had some sort of like I dream of the TV show? Yeah, yeah. I like that on Nick and Night. Oh obviously. Yeah. yeah. Like that's not yeah, you yeah, you didn't watch movies. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> These are like my childhood, you know, uh media, television kind of things. That's yeah. all I have to go on. It's yeah. like it's this is how I felt watching the real world homecoming. Like that was my childhood media mm. outside of music was like great TV shows. Some from Nick at Night, some from MTV. You know, I love to friends, even though people hey don't like it now. I stand by friends. Uh lots of great real world seasons. But yeah, I didn't before me and girls, no movie really. Put, put Homecoming New Orleans in theaters. Oh, I'd watch it all over again. All um, in a row. All six episodes or eight episodes. Whatever it was. That would be a day. It'd you, be a day and I'd have to watch Julie. She'd be so big up there. And I'd be like, <laughs> boo. I'd be throwing <laughs> tomatoes at the screen. <laughs> It'd be a lot of hours in that theater. You would have to order the Bavarian Legend mm. at AMC, which is the oh, like. Wait, didn't you do that one Yeah, time? it's a giant soft pretzel. Yeah. I did it when I uh, saw Schindler's List in theaters for like the 25th anniversary of Schindler's List. Wow. I was like, you know what I need while I'm watching all three and a half hours <laughs> of this. Did you finish it? The pretzel. The pretzel? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it was giant, wasn't it? Of course. I was eating a little bit at a time and just being like, oh, this is devastating. Oh, my goodness. At least I had my pretzel to get me through. I love that. You know, I love nothing more than a pretzel. Hint, hint, 
for my birthday. <laughs> okay. So, Matt Steele, I have a question for yes. you. Yes. What has been giving you moments, darling? So, uh, sorry to make this about, like, us again <laughs> and, like, our cameo again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, like... One of our patrons, Grace. Grace icon. Did the nicest thing on the planet. And when we when it was stamped into history, etched onto the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution that us and our fans were called the Cathy's, she <laughs> bought us a cameo from Jeremy Jordan, who plays Jamie in the movie The Last Five Years, yes. a.k.a. The Enemy in the Last Five Years. <laughs> um, a video, a, she got him to talk about how... We are called the Cathy's and he's very happy for us. And in the video, he was like, you know, I think maybe Jamie's a little misunderstood. Uh, you know, he might have done some wrong things. He made a mistake. But I, I learned to empathize with him. <laughs> of course you And did. we're just like, oh, that's nice for you, Jeremy. It's very but, nice. Like, it was so nice of Grace to do and so nice of Jeremy Jordan to do. And it just, it made my fucking week. It, it was so funny and ridiculous. It's so ridiculous because he's like, wait, what is happening? Like You can tell he has no clue no, what is happening. None. And it's only because like Grace can only put so much explanation <laughs> in because there's like a character limit in the explanation for when you order a cameo. Right. And, and so, but Grace did a good job explaining it. But you could tell he was probably still just like, I don't like, get I don't it. Not what this is. No. Congratulations I to the two gay mats and the Kathy. Since you identify with Kathy. You identify <laughs> it's with great. Kathy. If you haven't seen the video, it's on our Instagram right now. It is so funny. I agree. Grace is an icon. An icon, a legend, a queen. Thank you so much, Grace. I just love how I love the strong reaction you are all uh, having towards the Kathy's. <laughs> I love how like the pop music fans who don't know as much about musical theater are probably watching these Kathy episodes being like, what? Like, what right. are you talking about? Go listen to last five years or watch <laughs> it. Um, and I love the people who are just like I don't want to be called a Kathy I know and the str- the the more that they're like I am not a Kathy I am not a Kathy the more it's like that's such a Kathy thing to say <laughs> cause you know what I am not a Kathy is given me it's given me I will not be the girl mm, in the sensible home. shoes oh. pushing burgers and beer nuts and, and missing, missing the, the clues. clues I will not be the girl ooh that when, is when the thing is, she is that girl. <laughs> so that, I feel like we were talking in the Discord this past week about like the different Kathy songs that are us. Climbing up hill is me. Oh. I will not be the girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When you are in fact that girl. I know. I am that girl. <laughs> That's the thing. It's the more you fight against being a Kathy, the more the more Kathy, Kathy you are. are. I'm so honestly. sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, my song is um, "I'm a Part of That." That's that's my Ooh, Kathy. Aren't song. I? And the answer is no. I. And then the end vamp of do 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 because at that moment you, I have the perfect way of staging that in my head when I play Kathy. Oh, anyway, what was your giving me moments? My giving me moments is if you um didn't know the new season of Love Victor has come out at the final season and it is very good. It's excellent. That's like we mentioned earlier, there are a couple of episodes where you can see my picture on the wall because I have a, my friend Chris Eisen uh, used to work on that show. I don't know if he worked on this past season, but he uh, was like, well, hey, we need like royalty free things and posters put on the wall. Can I use your picture? I was like, absolutely. And I've shown up in, I believe, two of the three seasons. So we love that. But as far as the, as the show itself, it is still lovely. It is still heartwarming. And the season three was no different. I think. It felt a little bit like they got the news that it was their final season mm. on like episode 
five, and so they had to kind of wrap it up kind of quickly. Okay. Um, but I felt like they definitely got into different topics that were interesting. I liked what they did with Ana Ortiz's character to the mom, who for all of season two was so not on board with Victor being gay, and she gets on board. And um, basically, I don't know, she has a really good story arc. Victor goes through a lot with Benji. Benji goes through a lot. And also the, the little actress who played... Um, on This Is Us as well. I, oh, I forget her name. Excuse me, but she's such an incredible actress. And she uh, is dating uh, Cuba Gilding Jr.'s son on the show. And they had a really interesting arc as well. I don't want to spoil too much. So I can't say too much about it. But I would recommend giving it a watch as far as, you know, the month of gay media. This lives up to the hype. I think it's really lovely. And I just want, I mean, not to say that there can only be one. But I feel like I hear so much more about people loving Heartstopper, which is cute and good. Then I hear about people talking about Love Victor, and I want people to know Love Victor's great. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, Love Victor's in its third season. Yes. So more people are going to talk about the show that had one season. I know, but it's true. But I just, I want us to not, don't forget. Don't forget Victor. about Love Victor. We don't love forget, Victor. We love, we love Victor. Victor. It's true, guys. I love how um, you don't even know, you don't think your friend is like in the art department anymore, yes. but yet they were still just like ah. Oh. But we need this. We need we this. We need this picture of I'm Matt Palmer. My favorite character. Right one of my favorite characters, Lake, um, is a, a girl and she in her bedroom. She just has a picture of me on her wall. So people are walking in and out. I'm like, oh, let me pause this TV. Let me get a little screenshot for me. She's a Matt so, Palmer fan. Hey, we love Matt hey, Palmer Hey, I mean, fans. that album's a bop all the way through. It is. The Good Parts is also available now. The Good Parts is also available now. <laughs> they could be listening to The Good Parts, but whatever. What can we do Promo for it all, guys. Promo for it all. Speaking of promo, as Matt Steele mentioned, we do have new merch. There is a link below. I can personally vouch, and Matt Steele can vouch, for the mug and for the pens that we have here now. You mean the uh, pens? I said pens. Mm, you said pens. Oh, my gosh. No one likes how I say pens, <laughs> but they're both available if you're watching us, you see some of the merch here. Uh, I'm going to put the link in uh, the podcast description as well as the YouTube description when I upload this. I just think it's fun. I feel like we should have had merch a long time ago, but it's never too late. And I feel, especially the mug, I'm really loving. So oh, you're a mug girl. Too. I'm a mug girl. And I love you were so um, considerate to us left-handed people because what? you got the mug and you were like, but wait, like the logo will be on the like facing you if you're left-handed. And I'm like, yeah, that's how like <laughs> mugs uh, work. <laughs> like don't give a left-handed person a mug, guys, unless it's a two-game match mug. Um, <laughs> because like the logo is never where it should right. be to promo it and everything. Um, but uh, and so and she was like, should we have the logo be on both sides? And I was like, oh, that's so open-minded. I, I was trying, and then they were like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I might try if I figure it out. I'll let you all know. But. Long story short, uh, we have uh, merch after a, a long period of time in which we probably should have had merch, and yeah. I think you will like it. It's and we're, we're going to design some new stuff. A yes. lot of people are begging for couch merch. Yes. I think there were some suggestions of like stuff saying, we love everyone, but... <laughs> Exactly. Like on it, or vote below. Lots of things that are catchphrases that we didn't even realize were catchphrases. Yeah, I so. think you have a, a list on your phone of like ideas people have given you. I do. Through time. I but do. right now we just have the logo. Yes. Uh, but more is coming, guys. It's true. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. I hope you guys have a great rest of your long weekend. And we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Yes, next time you see me, I'll be a whole year older. Oh, my gosh. Oh. A whole new person. A whole new person, guys. I'll, I'll shaved my head. I'll, oh. be, I'll be wearing all black. Oh, very dark. All right. New era. It's a new era, guys. <laughs> All right. We'll be, we'll be back soon with more 2K Nuts. Bye. Bye. 